0: Why? good morning and welcome to never in my wildest dream podcast thursday april the 15th 2021 halfway through the fourth month of the new year looking forward to today's show we're going to do a little sports wrap. we got throwback thursday we got little league baseball and local baseball at the high school level to talk about and we are going to be on the phone lines today let's first start in the world of sports Let's first start in the world of baseball. The New York Yankees fall to the Blue Jays 5-4. The Washington Nationals win 6-0 over the Cardinals. The Brewers beat the Cubs 7-0. The Kansas City Royals beat the Angels 6-1. The Boston Red Sox top the Twins 3-2. The Giants beat the Reds 3-0. The Red Sox and the second game of the doubleheader went 7-1 over the Twins. The Pirates win 5-1 over the Padres. The Tigers beat the Astros 6-4. The Mets beat the Phillies 5-1. The Rangers beat the Tampa Bay Devil Rays 5-1. The Marlins beat the Braves 6-2 in the 10th inning. The Indians lose to the White Sox 8-0 and are no-hit. Carlos Rodan throws the second no-hitter of this season. And the Dodgers beat the Rockies 4-2. The Orioles were postponed due to weather and we'll have a doubleheader today. On to today's games. With Thursday being the getaway day, we have a lot of early games today. First game is the Phillies are at New York to play the Mets. The Marlins are at Atlanta to take on the Braves. The Padres are in Pittsburgh to play against the Pirates. The first game of a doubleheader, Seattle, is at the Orioles. The Boston Red Sox are at the Minnesota Twins. The Cleveland Indians are at the Chicago White Sox. The Mariners and Orioles play the second game of their doubleheader at 4:05. On to the 7 o'clock games. Arizona Diamondbacks are in Washington to take on the Nationals. The Texas Rangers are in Tampa Bay to take on the Rays. The Blue Jays are in Kansas City to take on the Royals. The Tigers are in Oakland to play against the Athletics. And the Colorado Rockies are in Los Angeles to take on the Dodgers. That is all for tonight's games. Now on to NBA basketball. Milwaukee Bucks beat the Minnesota Timberwolves 130-105. to 105. Chris Middleton has 27 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists to lead the Bucks. The Cavaliers beat the Hornets 103-91. Tareen Prince has 25 points to lead Cleveland. The 76ers beat the Nets 123-117. to 117. Kyrie Irving has 37 points, while Joel Embiid leads the 76ers with 39 points and 13 rebounds. The Toronto Raptors top the Spurs 117 to 112. Pascal Seacomb has 20 points and 11 rebounds for the Raptors. The Clippers beat the Pistons 100 to 98. Reggie Jackson leads the Clippers with 29 points, where Germani Grant has 28 points for Detroit. He is a local Dematha product. The Orlando Magic beat the Bulls 115 to 106. Wendell Carter Jr. has 19 points and 12 rebounds to lead. The Magic. The Knicks beat the Pelicans 116 to 106. Julius Randle has 32 points and 8 rebounds for New York, while Zion Williams has 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists for the Pelicans. The Pacers beat the Rockets 132 to 124. Malcolm Brogdon has 23 points and 14 rebounds for the Pacers. The Warriors beat the Thunder 147 to 109. Steph Curry stays on his hot streak, 42 points six rebounds and eight assists to lead them. The Mavericks beat the Grizzlies, 114 to 113. Luca hits a buzzer beater and leads them in scoring with 29 points, five rebounds and nine assists. The Nuggets top the Heat, 123 to 106. Jimmy Butler has 13 points to lead the Heat, while Michael Porter Jr. has 25 and 10 to lead Denver. And the Wizards beat the Kings, 123 to 111. Russell Westbrook hangs another triple-double, 25 points, 15 rebounds, 11 assists, while De'Aaron Fox has 33 points for Sacramento. Now on to tonight's contests. We only have four games this evening. The first one, the Bucs are traveling to Atlanta to take on the Hawks. The Golden State Warriors are trying to get back to 500, going to Cleveland to play against the Cavaliers. The rivalry is renewed as the 10 o'clock start on TNT this evening. The Celtics play against the Lakers. The Sacramento Kings travel to the desert to take on the Phoenix Suns. De'Aaron Fox, a Kentucky product, plays against Devin Booker, a Kentucky product. Both are averaging 25 points, and that should be a great game this evening. That is all for basketball. Now let's go on to NFL football. With the NFL draft exactly two weeks away today, Most pro days have been completed with round one only being on the 29th of April. Most teams have already had their board and position rankings kind of put up and know who they're going to look to get and everything like that. It looks like Trevor Lawrence is still going to be the number one overall pick. That's what all the mock drafts and predictions have. And he's going to be playing for Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But it also looks like Zach Wilson of BYU, Mac Jones of Alabama, Trey Lance and North Dakota State could all go in the top four. They are all quarterbacks. The Cincinnati Bengals have the fifth pick, and they're going to go for an offensive tackle. It looks like Jamar Chase is probably going to go to Miami as a wide receiver from LSU, which makes no sense to me because Devontae Smith, as a wide receiver from Alabama, is going to go to Detroit. I'm not really sure why Devontae would not go to Tua and make two a little bit easier throwing to a guy he's used to throwing to. But that's all what is going to be speculated. Looks like a cornerback from Virginia Tech is probably going to go to Carolina and Caleb Farley. The number nine pick is the Denver Broncos. They look like they're going to take Justin Fields of Ohio State. And the 10th overall pick is going to be the Dallas Cowboys. And they're looking at Patrick the second from Alabama. That is all in the NFL. Now on to college sports. The NCAA, starting next season, major college football and basketball players will be permitted to transfer one time before graduating without being required to set out the competition. This so-called decision of a one-time exception has been available to athletes in other NCAA sports, allowing them to transfer and play immediately. Athletes in football, men's and women's basketball, men's ice hockey, and baseball have not had that availability without asking the NCAA for a special waiver, claiming either hardship or injury. Athletes who have graduated also have permitted to transfer without sitting out a year no matter what sport, but not undergraduates. Starting this fall semester, all athletes will be operating under the same rule. Transfers will be allowed to play right away. And I do think that's a perfect segue into our college coaching tree that is now rotating again. Former UNC Greensboro head coach Wes Miller has been hired by the Cincinnati Bearcats as the new basketball coach on Wednesday. West is getting a six-year contract. The last 10 seasons he's been at UNCG. Over the last five seasons, he's led them to three regular season championships, two NCAA tournament appearances, and they have finished 13 or five or better in the Southern Conference. Gonzaga's assistant coach, Tommy Lloyd, spent the last 20 years as an assistant. Wednesday, he was announced as the new head men's basketball coach at the University of Arizona been given a 5-year contract and Lloyd is 46 years old who interviewed over the weekend. He did say while there are potential obstacles ahead in our program I embrace the challenges as we will build a foundation in place to compete in the Pac-12 as well as national championships. Eric Musselman is signed to a 5-year contract at Arkansas and he is now going to be earning 4 million dollars a year a huge annual compensation package, but it has additional compensations based on longevity, success in the SEC, the NCAA tournament, and academics. We talk about coaches moving and getting new jobs. Let's talk about some players that are starting to move and shift a little bit as we start getting closer to the NBA draft and conversation. Duke sophomore Matthew Hurt will declare for the 2021 NBA draft and forgo the remaining college eligibility by hiring an agent. He's the number 48 prospect in ESPN 100 and was named first-team All-ACC and winner of the ACC Most Improved Player Award after averaging 18 points and 6 rebounds while shooting 44% from 3. He is 6'9", the 20-year-old Herd is considered one of the most offensively skilled players in the NBA draft, with the second-best 3-point shooting behind only those of Davion Mitchell, who won the national championship. Span of 12 hours, Chris Beard, the new Longhorns coach at Texas landed commits from Utah, transfer Timmy Allen, and Kentucky transfer Devin Askew while junior guard Andrew Jones has announced that he will return to Austin for another season. Allen is a 6'6 forward who averaged 17 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists, earning first team All-Pack 12 honors, and had eight games of 20 or more points, had four double-doubles and ten assists in a game earlier this year. Askew is a six-foot-three guard from Kentucky. He started 20 games as a freshman. You remember he was the player that reclassified from 2021 shortly after committing to play for John Calipari and the Wildcats. He only averaged 6.5 points and 3 assists, but struggled to make shots from the perimeter and had issues taking care of the ball. He does feel as though this is the right move going and playing for Coach Beard. Jones' decision to return to Austin gives Beard some continuity within the program. Jones will be entering his sixth year, having missed most of the second season after being diagnosed with leukemia, having to undergo chemotherapy. After thoughtful consideration with my family, God, and new coaching staff, I am back for another year, he wrote on Twitter. He averaged 14.6 points and four rebounds last year, starting all 26 games. Chris Beard is already getting it done in the burnt orange of Texas. Looking forward to seeing what else he does there. In other news, Michigan guard Eli Brooks will be returning for his fifth season. He announced this on Twitter yesterday with regards to having an additional chance to play, which the NCAA allowed because of the coronavirus pandemic. Brooks started 27 games this past year and was a huge key player and then winning the Big Ten title and reaching the Elite Eight before losing to UCLA. He averaged nine points a game, shot over 40% from three. That is all in the world of college athletics. On to Throwback Thursday right after this. Never In My Wildest Dreams Podcast begins in... 3, 2, 1. Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dreams Podcast. Looking forward to this segment, Throwback Thursday, but let's first start in a non-athletic world. Let's go back to 1865. On April 14th, 1865 at approximately 10.15pm, Abraham Lincoln was shot by John Wilkes Booth in the Forge Theater. After Lincoln was shot. John Wilkes Booth jumped down 12 feet from the box to the stage where his riding spur became entangled on the treasury flag that was used for decoration on the box. He landed awkwardly on his left foot to begin crossing the stage and everybody in the audience thought he was truly part of the act. He held a knife above his head and he said, Six Semper Tyrannis, thus always the tyrants, which ironically is the Virginia State motto. Lincoln was carried across the street to the Peterson House where multiple attempts were tried to see if they could revive and get the bullet out of his head. At 7.22 a.m. on April 15th, he did pass away. As an assembly of well-respected and important people from the government were around him, they knelt for prayer. Secretary of War Edwin Stanton made the phrase that has now stuck with everything. He now belongs to the ages. That all happened on April the 15th. Here's a couple other things that happened on April the 15th. In 1892, after a merger of Edison Electric Light Company and some other firms, General Electric was formed as a corporation and has been working ever since. In 1912, the British luxury liner RMS Titanic hit an iceberg and after two and a half hours, 1,514 people died as the ship sunk on its maiden voyage. That is all for non-athletic events that happened on April the 15th. Now on to some athletic events. In 1896, the first modern Southern Olympics came to a close in Athens, Greece. In 1910, William Taft threw out the first pitch as a U.S. president, and now that happens all the time at multiple games where the first pitch was thrown, and he was the founder of that. 1927, Yankee slugger Babe Ruth... Becomes the first Major League Baseball player to hit 60 home runs in a season after he hit a home run off of A's pitcher Howard Emke in the first inning of a New York 6-3 win over the Philadelphia A's. In 1947, probably the most important thing to ever happen to sports period including professional sports occurred, Jackie Robinson became the first African American baseball player to play in the Major Leagues. His number 42 has been ultimately retired by Major League Baseball. And in today's game, every player that plays in a Major League game will wear the number 42. He was the first to open the doors to everybody in this, including football, professional basketball, collegiate sports. He is the one that opened the door and he changed sports forever today in 1947. We'll come back local for this one. In 1954, the Baltimore Orioles beat the Chicago White Sox as the Orioles competed in their first ever game. That is all in the world of history, both non-athletic and athletic. When we return right after this, we will be talking about local sports and baseball. Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast begins in... three, two, one. Let's first start in the world of college baseball. HCC beat Scotland 19-3 yesterday, extending their win streak to 18 games. Seth Hartman, a North High pitcher, pitched five innings for the win, allowing only one run and three hits. To high school baseball, the only game that was able to play yesterday was the Clear Spring-Smithsburg game. Clear Spring beat Smithsburg 4-2. It was a rain-soaked mess, according to Clear Spring manager Mark Shives. It did start monsooning. I was there. I got drenched. Uh, they did call the game after five innings. But with that being said, on to tonight's games from yesterday's rainouts. Let's continue in the world of baseball. North Hagerstown is at South Hagerstown. That's rescheduled from yesterday's rainout. Clear Spring and Smithsburg will play at Smithsburg in softball. That was a rainout yesterday. North versus Boonesboro in softball will be played at Boonesboro High School, and that is a rescheduled game from yesterday. In tennis, Clearspring will be at South Hagerstown High School. Williamsport will be at Boonesboro. Smithsburg will be at North, and in bocce, North Hagerstown will be at Clearspring tonight. We'll go to lacrosse. Boonesboro will be at North Hagerstown for boys' lacrosse tonight. In the women's lacrosse game, Boonesboro will be at Smithsburg. That is all for today with regards to yesterday's games, today's games, In local sports. Tonight, we have Little League Baseball. Looking forward to going to watching that. As I said before, Little League Baseball is the best thing to watch and the most fun sport to watch because it's kids out there playing the way the game is supposed to be played and for passion and love of the game, as well as concession stand food. Nothing's better than concession stand food at a Little League Baseball game. That is all for today's show. Thank you for listening. When we come back tomorrow, we're going to have Friday Focus, as well as Sports Wrap, and we're going to talk to Tim Kelby about everything tomorrow. We're going to talk about golf. We're going to talk about Jackie Robinson, and we are going to speak about covering spring sports. Thank you for listening to today's show, and we will talk to you soon.